I tell you, I wouldn't change my life for nothing in the world. Hi everybody, welcome back to For You Too, your very own Mary Tremell. And today we want to finish up the series Addictions. So I thought that today I will be coming with my own self-disclosure and I just wanted to share this with um, you all and um, share my story pretty much um, really get down in depth with it you know hoping that um, it would either you know stop somebody from thinking about using or if you are using that this is not the answer and just hoping that I could just make a difference in your life if you're trying to make a decision on something. So, um, you know, without further ado, um, I just want to tell you some things that, you know, really happened in my life. And, 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 you know, sometimes I like to use a little humor, you know, they would always say, you know, sometimes you use humor to keep from crying, you know, because I remember crying a lot of days and now I look back and, and, and where I come from, I can look back and I can talk about these things. And also even, you know, um, getting a little, I guess, naked with you. Um, you know, I may even cry because sometimes when I still talk about, you know, my life, you know, and just how things has transitioned for me, um, I still, you know, well, whelp up and, you know, I still cry and, um, you know, and then there's times I probably get excited, you know, however it go, you know, I just want you to know that, you know, we're going to be here together in this, you know, and I just want to give you some things of what happened to me in my addiction and not only in my addiction, but also, you know, how I got here. Um, the first thing I want to say is, you know, um, when God gave me this platform here he, you know how things come with specific instructions. And um, we sometimes we tend not to listen to, you know, you only hear part of it or you're not trying to hear all of it. But anyhow, you know, um, we have to do what God says that we have to do. So without further ado, I know I said that before, but bear with me. For some reason, it seems like I'm a little nervous 
Um, but um, nevertheless, I know that this is something that I have to do. You know, the first thing is, you know, I come from a family of six. However, my mother had um, three girls and three boys, and um, two had died. Um, also, I was the oldest girl, and, you know, I felt like that I was the black sheep of the family. Um, you know, and I know there's somebody out there that knows what I'm talking about. And um, so... The one thing I want to say is when, you know, you feeling alone and that's how I felt sometimes I felt alone. I felt like, you know, how everybody can be around and you still feel alone. And that's how I felt in my life. You know, um, even as a child, you know, sometimes I felt alone, but I was with people, with my family, but I still felt alone. And, you know, as I got a little older, you know, um, wanting to fit in. And and I remember, you know, um, I, I can't really recall how old I was. But I remember my sister, she was in her addiction. And she was the first one who turned me on to crack cocaine. Um, I remember smoking weed in the beginning, you know, with my family and and drinking a little beer, but I never was a real beer drinker. But I remember doing those things and 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 I remember this particular night that my sister told me to try this. And, and and I tried it, but um, I felt like I didn't feel anything, you know, and and that it didn't do nothing to me. So then, you know, the second time I tried it and I wasn't with my sister and um, I remember I was with my cousin and we were getting on. And that time I remember that. I felt like my ears rang and, and I've been chasing, I was chasing that ear ringer from that moment for 13 years. I stayed in that nod trying to get that ear ringer again, that, you know, it never happened. And in that journey that, you know, the journey that I'm about to talk about in that journey, you know, um, in getting high, it took me on tour. And what I mean by taking me on tour is it took me, my addiction took me from a town called Slaughter Neck. That's where I was born and raised at from there to Boston, Massachusetts. And I ended up in Boston and um, I was getting high and I ended up pregnant and 
And in getting pregnant, you know, I got high my whole nine months, you know, and I don't know who I'm talking about out there, but I know with somebody out there that that can relate to this, that, you know, they can't tell, you know, their story because, you know, they feel the shame, the guilt, the embarrassment, because that's how it was for me too, you know, until I had to understand that this is not for me it's for the next person that's going to come along and I had to share my story you know and letting them know listen yes me too that's why I'm just saying you know we have a me too sometimes and what happened is I ended up getting high my whole nine months actually um my labor pains were three minutes apart. I was in labor and still smoking crack. Yes, that was me. I was that one that could not stop using, you know, um, I would all, I would be barefooted out there, you know, the crack pipe in one hand, you know, and, and the crack in one hand and, and, and I'm still praying to God all at the same time. Yeah, that happened to me too, you know, because I was using, you know, at, some of those moments against my will. However, I didn't know that at that at that time. All I knew was I just wanted to keep getting high. So in that keep getting high, I didn't think that I would be the girl that would be selling my body. I didn't think that I would be the girl stealing. I didn't think that I would be the girl hoeing. I didn't think that I would be the girl tricking. I didn't think that I would be the girl snatching people's wallets, robbing them. You know, I didn't think that I was the one that was going to go to jail, but that was me. That was me. And I ended up, you know, using and, you know, I didn't know how to stop. And there were times I was walking the street aimlessly, y'all aimlessly, not with no direction. All I knew is I wanted one more, but I just didn't know how, you know, that I didn't know how to stop. Now I may have stopped, but I couldn't stay stopped, you know, and, 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 and in this getting high, listen, almost lost my life, you know, had guns put to my head. But back then, you you know, I didn't care, you know, because you, you, you look at, listen, the way I looked at it, listen, I was dying anyway. I was dying anyway. And, 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 and I didn't think that I would be going through this because I'm the one that was saved. I'm the one that was in church. I'm the one that was, um, that preached my trial sermon. You know, I'm the girl that was the missionary, but I ended up smoking crack and, and, and not realizing how I got there, but I got there. And, and then, you know, <clears throat> Having my family turn against me, you know, but let me say this, me turning against my family, you know, now that I look at some stuff after, after doing some personal work, but however, I felt like I wasn't loved, 
I felt like, you know, and I went seeking love in all the wrong places and ended up here. I ended up in the streets. I ended up selling my body. I ended up sleeping with men that I didn't want to sleep with. I ended up sleeping with women that I didn't want to sleep with. Because when you're in your active addiction, everything goes. Sex, drugs, and rock and roll. It doesn't matter. Those are the things that happened to me. I'm not afraid to say that now because, listen, God has gotten me to a place right now in my life that I must tell my story. And, 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 and it has to be the unadulterated. So if you, you know, when you listen to this, you may not want to have your children around. However, you know, but it's the truth. This this is my truth. This is Mary Tremell's truth. These are the things that I've done, you know, in using, you know, I'm not proud of it, but guess what? I wouldn't change a thing because I wouldn't be where I am today. You know, I, 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 I look back when I look back over my life Sometimes I say I shouldn't be here, but yes, I should. Yes, I should, because God still had his hands on me. You know, even when I can remember a time, listen, I can remember, I'm going to give you some scenarios, and they're true, real-life scenarios. I can remember a time when I was walking the street trying to get high, and I needed money to do so. Or if you had the drugs, I still would do it. And and here's the thing in that I remember walking the street one night and I was getting high and I had ran out, didn't have any more. And I'm going to say it was like early wee hours in the morning, two, three, maybe. And this car has stopped and and I got in the car, you know, because that's what we do. I got in the car and um, the man had, you know, a lot of money in his hand. So, you know, that was the eye catcher. And I got in the car. And as we started riding down the road, you know, he he went up in some alley. And, 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 and he said, how much do you charge? So I commenced to saying, you know, what I, what I charged and, 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 and he said, okay, well, you know, you gotta, um, do that. I said, no, you need to give me the money first. Well, in that next thing, you know, he pulls out a gun. Mm. He pulls out a gun and he told me, you're going to suck my. And I had to do that. And, and when I was doing it, all I could think in my mind, because he had the gun to my head, and all I could think was, I'm going to die tonight. This, this is the night that they're going to call my mother. 
if they could find me, because Lord knows he could have threw me in the river. I'm in Boston. Could have threw me anywhere. But in my mind, I was praying. And I said, God, if you're going to take me, then you take me now. However, then the next thought in my mind was, listen, while you doing whatever you're doing in the midst of, maybe you want to do something really vital and see where this goes. So I ended up like really hurting this gentleman in his private area. The gun fell. I picked the gun up. I jumped out of the car. And I started running down the road, down the alley. The car was coming. He was coming. He was coming. He was coming. And I'm running. And and, and then somehow I made it to the highway. I, I didn't realize I was so close to the highway. Made it to the highway. And I am got the gun in my hand. And I'm yelling, rape, rape, rape. Like the, and then somebody stopped the car. It was an old white gentleman. He stopped the car. I got into the car and I I commenced to telling him the story of what happened. Immediately, I started to feel safe because I felt like, okay, this man can't hurt me. I really felt like I could really hurt him, but he ended up you know, being a trick too. And for some reason, and see, this is, you see where I'm going with this? After getting out of a dangerous area in my life there, only to get in another car and ended up going to his house, doing things, still tricking again, and and not like, not even thinking about my life was over. Not even, you know, not even thinking about that. Because this is the kind of disease that I that I have. It's so low down, dirty, rotten. It will have you do things that, you know, if you was in your own mind. Because I, I, I often say, listen. These guys that were out here, you know, some of these guys, they were so ugly, so nasty, so stinky, so dirty. You know, they 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 ought to be glad crack came on the scene, for real. Um, because if it wasn't no crack on the scene, they wouldn't have seen not no play from no one. You know, and 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 here, you know, after that, they could get whatever they wanted to get, you know, and and um, so, you know, I'm just saying, you know, because sometimes I still get angry, you know, about that. Like, how could I do myself like that? And I ended up because that's not how I was raised. But, you know, they said we're not responsible for our addiction, but we are responsible for our recovery. So I'm getting that part now, you know, um, you know. After, you know, having to do some work on myself, you know, and then, you know, even walking the street, you know, um, 
being nine months pregnant, walking the street, trying to trick and was tricking. People were really, and I was big and, and I was getting dates seriously. And, and, and they didn't care. They didn't care. I didn't care. All I was looking for was just to get one more. That's, that's all I was looking for. Hmm. So when, 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 when I, you know, this is why I have to, you know, talk about this sometimes because I know, you know, um, as gruesome and, and, and distasteful this must be, but it's the truth. It is, it is the truth. This, this is who I became, you know, the Jekyll, the Hyde, um, you know, the mask. Um, I was a chameleon. I, I was whoever you wanted me to be. Look, I remember going to jail. Because that's what goes with addiction. You know, it's uh, jails, institutions, or death. And they don't necessarily have to come in that order. And um, I remember after this was maybe my fourth or fifth time going to jail. And I remember doing time. And, and I remember looking in the mirror. I couldn't believe. Because, see, when you're getting high, you know, I know for me, I, I never looked in the mirror because I didn't, it didn't matter. Um, but uh, when I was in that cell, and I remember using the bathroom, and they, you know, you know, when you in jail, like I was in WCI, you know, here in Delaware, uh, Women's Correctional Baylor. Uh, for those that do live in Delaware, you know what I'm talking about. I was there and they had a mirror over the sink and then the commode right there beside there. And I remember getting up one day and I, I looked in the mirror and I saw me. I didn't even, I didn't even recognize me. Uh, and at that moment, I remember crying, just tears started rolling down my face. And I remember thinking in my mind that there's got to be a better way. This is who I was not supposed to be. I, I wasn't supposed to be here. Uh, I'll tell you, I, I wasn't supposed to be there. And, um, you know, and, and, and I'm, I'm just like, how did I get here? How did I get here? And, 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 you know, um, as the time went by, I ended up having to go to judge. I, I wrote my judge myself and told him, please don't send me home. Please don't send me home. You know, because help don't always look like help, but it be the help. And, and, and I remember, you know, I, I wanted something just for a moment. It was just like, I, I look, Seriously, I had a daughter, you know, um, that I lost due to active addiction. But in those moments, 
that you're not getting high. And 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 those moments that that for me, you know, I started thinking about those things and 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 I and once again thinking about me. Like um I know that there's a better way. I wasn't raised like this. I was around people that really, you know, around my family that loved me. And um you know, and as time went on, um he the judge ended up um sentencing me and end up sentencing me to a a, a a rehab. I ended up going to the rehab and ended up staying there and you know when I was there I had this counselor there and I tell you I thank God for her. Her name was Lisa Brady. And she told me that was the first nugget that got dropped on me. And 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 she told me, she said, she said, you you you're you're different. You're you know, I was so humble. I was humble. But you know what? I was tired. The one thing that I found out is all you got to be is sick and tired. I was tired. I was tired of not having nothing. I was tired of myself. You know, I wanted something. And and I remember when she told me that, she said, you are different. She said, I just know you're going to be something. Well, she knew more than I knew because I, I tell you, my spirit was broken. I was broken. Um, and, 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 um, you know, when they say a diamond in the rough, well, I didn't see the diamond, but I sure could see the roughness. <laughs> I'm telling you, I could see the roughness and, and she would, she, she was the first one that really spoke life into me. And, and, and so I stayed at that treatment facility and, and I told her, I said, if you send me back down to Delts, down state, you know, I'm not going to make it. I'm not going to make it. She said, well, we're not going to send you back down there. She said, we're going to send you in, in, in Wilmington. Um, and where I ended up, I ended up on fourth street and, and in Wilmington and, um, on the hilltop. I ended up there and I'm telling you, and that wasn't no good place. They was selling drugs and everything. But the one thing I'll say is if you want this, if you want this, you will stay clean. I, and listen, seriously, you, they had drugs slinging them all in. It was a park, right apart across where I lived at. You, you could tell they were selling drugs and everything there. And, and, and I would go catch that bus, get my butt back in that house. And, and they told me you got to make meetings. And I went to a 12 step program. I made a meeting every day, you know, and I made the decision. And I remember here, and this what solidified it for me. I remember going to this 12 step program. And I heard somebody speaking and they were behind the table. Now, at this time, we don't know, you know, I didn't know anything, but all I was doing was that this gentleman, he was speaking and, and he talked about a bamboo tree. And I remember 
after he finished his story about this bamboo tree, y'all, I remember I wanted to become the bamboo tree. I went home and looked up what a bamboo tree was because I didn't know what it was. And, 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 and it is something that grows and it takes a long time to grow, but you will look up and that thing is so tall, but it's strong. A hurricane can come. It'll bend, but it don't break. And I want it to become the bamboo tree. And I'm telling you the way my life went. Look, I ended up becoming the bamboo tree. I couldn't find a job, y'all. I t- look, I went on 106 interviews. I did. And see, a lot of this came from, you know, from me using. It stemmed all from addiction. It stemmed from, you know, I had a record. I had felonies. You know, who was going to give me a job? What was I going to tell them? I was a homemaker. Didn't happen. I was in the street. I worked. So don't ever think that that wasn't a job. That was a hard job walking them streets, honey, and 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 doing things for nothing. Nothing. Just on a sheer promise that you would give me some when you get some. Who does that? Mary Tremell did it. You know, but I tell you, I wouldn't trade my life for nothing. So even on this journey, you know, I know this is a long session tonight, but I really wanted to um, get through this. I wanted to get through this moment. And, And after going on those interviews, 106, what I understand about that today is that I needed to go through that because I didn't want to, you know, because I didn't value anything back there. I didn't value money. I, it, it didn't come. It came and went. But I need to treasure something. And, and I tell you, as hard as it was, McDonald's wouldn't even hire me. And I had a high school diploma. I did manage to get that. And, um, you know, after that last interview that I went on, I remember sitting in front of this woman's face and, and, and telling her, listen, if you give me a chance, if you give me a chance, I'll give you 110 of me. And, and I tell you, you know, she still told me she had other people to interview. Um, and I went home and I'm telling you, I wanted to give up. Yes, I did. You know, I'm telling you the truth with this thing to do. It's still, it, look, I felt like using that day because I, could, I was tired. I was so tired because this thing when they talking about don't quit five minutes before the miracle, but they were some long five minutes. I'm telling you, listen, I'm trying, you know, I'm doing all that I can. I'm praying and crying, praying and crying, praying and crying, praying and crying. And and, and I felt like nothing was working. But just when, 
just when you think you want to give up, I tell you, see, I get emotional still about this because this is my story. This is what happened to me, you know, in my journey, even when I wanted to give up. I tell you, I didn't have no car at this time. Only thing I had was me and God. Mm, Thank you. All I had was me and God. And I was walking. I said, God, this ain't working. I'm tired. Nothing is working. I don't know what's happening, but I am trying. I'm not using crack. You told me because this this is my belief. God told me if I don't smoke crack anymore. He going to show me some things beyond my wildest dreams. And I said, I don't smoke crack no more. I am trying to do this thing. I have not smoked crack in over a year, over a year at this time. And and if anybody know that already used an A in recovery, they know a year is a big deal. Um, because see, one day is a big deal. Because any time that you don't use in one day, it's a successful day. Because it's hard to stop and stay stopped. So so at that time, I had twelve months clean. I was proud of my 12 months because I worked hard. I couldn't get a job or nothing. And, 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 and as I'm walking home, I'm crying and praying to God. And it was a good thing that I didn't have a car. It was a good thing I didn't have a car because in those moments there, in the walk and me talking with God, And I'm telling you, and I'm going to talk about God because that's who saved me. He gets the credit. He gets the glory. He gets it all right here because I know left up to me, I would still be smoking. But he's a deliverer. And, 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 and I don't want to get to preaching. Let me keep telling my story. And, um. As I got home, you know, it was one message on the answering machine. And I lived in a house then with like four women or so. It was it was a lot of us there. And um, I said, one message? All these people here, one minute? But it was the right message. And the message said, this message is for Mary Petty John. That was my name then. You know, so God is good, huh? <laughs> so I got the message and the message said this message is for Mary Petty John the job is yours if you want it it pays $7.50 and that may not mean nothing to you all but $7.50 It was a lot to me because, listen, I did a lot of things for a lot less. So $7.50 was good to me, you know. And um, she said, but you need to be here by 8 o'clock. I was there 7.30, ready. And, you know, with the felonies that I have, you know, they told me that I could never work in a hospital. But where do I work at? 
I work in a hospital, y'all. And I started out as a rep, a copy rep. I copy those charts. I'm telling you, my feet was burning because back then, you know, you had to copy on a hard copier and we had to stand on our feet. My feet were sore. I didn't have the right shoes because I didn't have anything. I had nothing. I really didn't. I didn't have nothing. But I tell you, when I got my first paycheck, I was so grateful. I was able to get me a pair of Reeboks. And I know this thing may be minute to y'all, but this thing is not minute to me because I couldn't get anything. But I was able to buy me a pair of sneakers that helped my feet. And I stayed on my feet 10 hours a day. So I went from the copyright to the lead. From the lead to the supervisor. From the supervisor to the operations supervisor. From the operations supervisor to the area manager. Now, I'm going to stop right there for a minute. I remember when my boss had called me and told me, she said, um, Mary, she said, um, you have been doing just a tremendous job. We've been sending you all over the country. You know, you've been doing all of this. She said, I knew that day that you was going to be everything that you said you was going to be. She said, I have never met nobody as humble as you are. Well, I'm going to tell you this. If you came from where I came from, oh, yeah, you're going to be humble. Because if you don't get humble, you will crumble. And, and um, she says, so I, I want to I wanna offer you something. So she said, um, how, how would you like to be the area manager? I was done. I'm serious. I couldn't believe it. Now, now, here's the thing. Now, now, the boss that was my supervisor, I ended up being his area manager. And I tell you, God is so good. And 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 from the area manager, I became the regional manager. Mm. Now, now here's the thing. The job that I have, you should have a RHIT or RHIA. I don't have that. But what I do have. I have a set of skills. Mm. I'm telling you, I have a set of skills that I worked all those years. And now I'm the regional manager. And and, and I'm telling you, listen, you're talking about the crackhead now. This this was the crackhead that took everything, that stole from people, that robbed, cheated, 
did all those things. Now, these people, huh, mm, these people, I have the credit card. See, this, this is what I'm telling you when God does something. And they, they trust me. They trust me. Because this is what happens here. So, I became the regional manager of the East Region. And, and now, I got another promotion. I'm now the director of operations at my job. You know, when I, when I tell you, you know, miracles happen. I'm a miracle. I, 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 I'll tell, listen, I know that I am a miracle. And this is where lost dreams awaken. New possibility arises. So when you think that all everything, all other fails, mm-mm. Just remember, the blessing is still right up underneath of you. You can't quit. You can't stop. And and see, this is why I have to still keep going. And then, you know, not only that, I'm telling you how God still will do something. I'm, I just told you I was the whore. I told you I, I, I did things. But here, you know, I got married. I have a husband. I've been married for, what, 14 years now? I'm telling you. Listen, me and my husband, we built a house together. Look, when I tell you, when I look at my story and where I come from, sometimes I still lay in the bed and I look up and I look around. And I'm like, God, you chose me. Excuse me. You chose me. And I don't question it because I'm supposed to be here. Because I'm supposed to be telling you all this. You know, and then, you know, when my family... You know, and I gotta give a shout out to to my manager, to my 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 cousin Davy. You know, because he believed in me. You know, because he allowed me this platform here. Listen, I'm telling you, when people invest in you, you know, I sometimes I look at I don't know how my life was going to go. I, I I had no idea. But I'm telling you, it ain't all easy out there. I mean, I'm telling you the things that I go through, even in my life today. You know, it's not easy. It is not easy, you know, to stay here, keep your mouth shut when you really want to say something. You can't say it, you know, because, you know, I, I am a licensed evangelist. I'm talking about, you know, turning my life over to God and giving him all of me. Not some of me, but all of me, you know, because listen, I, look, it's going to happen. 
I was telling my first lady today, it's going to happen with or without you, with your permission or without your permission. It is going to happen. You know, you can't stop what God has done because he's going to get it done. And guess what? If I don't make the decision to do it, if I don't do it, he's going to give it to somebody else. Listen, I worked hard. I still work hard. Every day, every day, I have to find time to get in here and get in this studio and and get busy, you know, and talk about because this is a platform that was built, you know, to to help people, you know, to even um, give a platform for others, you know, and, 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 and God chose me. And sometimes everybody just can't go. Everybody, even though I'll be wanting to take everybody, but everybody just can't go. So, you know, I want to, you know, that's just some of my story. You know, I know it took a long time and, and, and all of that, but I just wanted to open this up, you know, you know, cause this is for you too. And, 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 and listen, look, I don't think I'm better than. I think I'm better off, but I don't think I'm better than, you know, it's just that, you know, God has came because listen, I made a decision. I made a decision to turn my life over to God and say, yes, because all he wanted was a yes from me. And when I gave him the yes, he opened up the doors for me. I'm telling you, he opened up doors because I make good money. I do. I would like to make a little bit more because as you get here, yes, look. When you keep coming and you keep doing these things, all this other stuff, other things start happening. But you know what? The one thing that I won't change, that I don't change, I still live for God. No matter who talks about it, what they do and all of that, I'm just here to serve God. I'm here to serve God. I'm here to serve you, you know, and, and I hope that someone got something. And the thing is, if I just help one person, job done, job done. So hopefully, you know, um, I helped someone. And again, you know, um, if, if you, anyone is struggling with addiction, um, there is a number that you can call the two one one if you're in Delaware. And then if you want to go online, you can go online and, 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 um, type in, um, addiction for help, um, recovery. Um, there are things you can even call me, you know, we have a blog, um, and I will get that information to you. Um, so just tune in. We are on tunein.com. If you want to go in and you will type in the number four, the letter U, and the number two, for you to tune in.com. Google 
we on Google Play. If you want to uh, go on there, um, if you have any comments, you can also email us. I thought I had my email here, however, but I will give you all that information when we come back to the next show. I'm going to close this now. And again, peace. We, I love you. If no one told you that they love you today, let me be the first. I love you and have a great, great, great day on purpose. Entertainment Production.